Hello, Lee. Uh, good afternoon, Sam. Good afternoon. It's great to have you on. Now, is it a fair editorial? Is the game, in a sense, yeah. in a bit of a battle with itself? It is in a battle with itself. I mean, I think the, the concussion issue and... Um, I mean, there's there's litigation. There's a, there's a class action just started. We've always known there's probably going to be litigation. Um, when as soon as you start talking about the football field as a workplace, you're in sort of foreign territory from being a sport in a way, aren't you? But it was a heavy physical context. But I I might forget. I don't I don't want to talk at all about say last century. That is like eternity ago, right? But this century, just say this century since the year two thousand. Yep. I think the game, uh, because of the introduction of massive of interchange in 07, 08, 09, that period, uh, it just changed the game. Uh, players are now know that they're going to be coming off for regular rest, therefore they play with much more energy, much more contact and more collisions. So we've sort of got this issue that I agree with you. I love the, the speed and the power of the modern game. But yeah, got more contact, more collisions, and the concussion. Therefore, more hot knocks to the head. I mean, the, the, as we know, the league has already said if it's a careless knock to the head, you're going to get reported and suspended or at least fined. So, wh- where do we go from here to make this game, uh, what's the word, safe enough that we're not going to get litigated against? Uh, because coaches' innovation will never change, and now with the extra tactical sub coming in, uh, Sam, this year. Eventually, effectively, you've got a 23 versus 23 game going on. Mm. Eight in on the field at any one time, but five five players effectively almost ready to charge on at any time, you know, with their maximum energy. So I think the game is in competition with itself. What we'd like the game to be is a spectacle, but trying to make it safe enough that players in the decades ahead will continue to want to play the game and we don't get sued and litigated against. Okay, so so the simplified question of what we're asking, Lee, and we always want to hear from our callers, one double three six nine three. If you've got a, th- a thought on this or even just a general question for Lee, now's your time, one double three six nine three. So, Lee, the, the, the game, and Gillen McLaughlin and Andrew Dillon, Travis Old, the executives that run it have been quite open publicly about saying this. They want to make the game a better spectacle, right? So in order to do that, you, you reduce things like boundary throw-ins and congestion, and you quicken the game up. It's a livelier spectacle. People are less likely to turn off. We understand that. They are also, as you and I and and previously Jared on this show have talked about for a number of years, trying to slow down collisions. They're trying to make players make more thoughtful choices about how they use their body. I guess the simple question is, can you do both at the same time? With a lot of difficulty. And that is the balance. That is the really sensitive balance. There's no, don't worry about it. Head office at AFL aware of, of all this. Of, yeah, we try. We want to minimise concussions. Clearly, minimise, eradicate if you can, but certainly minimise at the very least. But yes, we want this ballistic, powerful game that is now current AFL football. So it, it is in competition with itself, Sam. I think the, your editorial was pointing that out. And I don't think it's a um, it's a, a surprise to everybody who's actually in the, at the forefront of the game. But what do you do to actually try and get that right balance? That's going to be a very, very delicate, delicate process going forward. And you asked a question that was quite pertinent to this discussion to Ross Lyon. Of course, a former coach now, after a couple of years, back into the fold in his first preseason back as St Kilda coach, who had this to say about player physicality. They, they keep in better condition. And I had two good groups, right? But we, we had over 30 PBs in three, three Ks. But in simple terms, that the Dockers and the Saints 
And some clubs do 2K, some do 3. We, I'm used to a 3K. I only had three players at St Kilda and Fremantle that ran under 10 minutes. Here I've got 12. So wow. that's an improvement there. And they do more lifting. They're more powerful in the legs. So, so, so this is the point, Lee, is that, you know, like I, I truly believe that the AFL in trying to mitigate concussion has done everything that it can when we look at collisions to try to avoid this sort of stuff. But when we've got some of the best, best athletes in the Southern Hemisphere competing in a contact sport where there is going to be collisions, whether we like it or not, I just don't think you can do both. So it, I feel so cynical saying this, but I, I raised this a few weeks ago. And I think you might have been listening when we took, took calls on this. A lot of the calls were from concerned parents. But mm. for me, it's once you sign up to it, once you sign that dotted line, yet, yeah, the AFL are doing everything they can to try to avoid it. But it's, I made the comparison. It's like once you get behind the wheel of a car, we, none of us have full control. You know, there's, I just don't think that there's any way that we can properly stop it. And yet on the eve of a season, I feel like talking to a lot of club bosses, both CEOs and heads of footy, injury, particularly concussion, is the biggest issue that the game is facing on and off the field. Well, I, I agree with you on the basis that I, when I played, I think you should have just took it on the on the chin, as it were, that it's a dangerous game and you just sort of take the hope that it doesn't affect you too badly at the time if you get a bad hit or what's got, what when some players are saying that they're having issues later in life. But and you would have seen is, that as coach as well. But we, but that, and I, I, that's my basic principle. But is, there's a class action being started, started isn't there, a yep. couple of weeks ago. So all of a sudden the law will not allow the game to say that. I mean, I don't think you can even sign, a, sign away your rights in a waiver or something. So the fact is the game has got an issue that they've got to be able to cope with. And they've, they've been trying to adjust things, to change things. I mean, it was, what about 10 years ago if we'd said, if a player gets a, a concussion, not necessarily get knocked out, but has got a concussion, he won't play for 12 days. Mm. 12, 10 years ago, that was not unfathomable, was it? Completely. Now, we accept that. And it might be that we have to accept that players, when they are uh, uh, diagnosed with concussion, are basically rubbed, you know, not allowed to play for two or three weeks. I mean, that, there might be steps that need to be taken. But I look, I'd look, just look at the on-field part of it, Sam. We are making the game more dangerous. We're trying to make it safer. But because the athletes are so fit and powerful, they're, they're, like, they're like gladiators running around the field, running into each other, you know, a high-speed contact. So the, the coaches and full-time footy is making players that more powerful, more energy, more strength. And, they, and, and that is making the – I say many times, I didn't ask Ross, Ross the question, I believe the game is more dangerous to play in 22 – that it was way back in the 70s and 80s when it was supposed to be really rough and violent. For that very reason you're mm. saying, the, the individual players are just so quick and there was just so much incidental, accidental collision contact. Was the game more dangerous when you were coaching than when you were playing? No, I think more dangerous now. I mean, I think it's because of the player de of the evolution of the player being such supreme football athletes. Mm. And not not skinny football athletes. I mean, Ross was talking about the, the the endurance of some of his players, but he also talked about their strength and power. And it is the evolution of the football athlete who's got such strength and power. And the game is played at such breakneck speed. And I, I would love, Sam, I would love to have seen what had happened if there was a limit on interchange of 30 or 40 15 years ago. 
because it's very hard to put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. Because players are now used to playing at a speed that has been created by having the four interchange, so the players are coming on and off. So what's happened in the last 15 years when the uh, when the interchange was used extensively? But if we if we and I don't know if we'd limit it now because they'd be still be going the same pace, but they'd be worn out at half time probably if there was no no interchange, for instance. 